0: It's one thing falling in love with a house, and quite another navigating the world of negotiating, mortgage lenders, and finding the budget that works best for you. Guidance from an agent who's a Realtor can make all the difference. Because that's who we are. Realtors are members of the National Association of Realtors. Welcome back to Living Better in San Diego. I'm Vicki Pepper. Earlier this week, we celebrated Random Acts of Kindness Day, and Peggy Sullivan, as a happiness rainmaker, is an expert at it, spreading happiness and positivity wherever she goes. The author of Happiness is Your Responsibility and CEO of the national women's nonprofit She Can, Peggy is inspiring and motivating people to find their own happiness. Thank you for joining me.
1: Oh, you are quite welcome. It's always a pleasure to spread a little... Bit of happiness. Peggy, start by
0: telling us, what can we do to put happiness on the front burner?
1: Well, I really think that people have been putting happiness on the back burner. People have been in thriving mode, which is a natural thing with everything that's going on. But who wants to survive when you could really thrive? And thriving is a state of mind. It, it really starts out with a very, very positive attitude and saying to yourself, I'm going to take responsibility for my own happiness. And that's the title of my book because I believe that it's really, really true. Early on in life, I had a big aha moment that really made me realize that happiness is a choice. I watched my mother, she died at a very, very young age, terminal cancer, and she was so frustrated and in so much pain and so much misery. And that went on for a couple of months. And then one day she was just smiling and she was actually dancing and listening to the radio and eating hot fudge sundays in the hospital. And she just all of a sudden just seemed really alive. And so I asked her, I'm like, Mom, you've just been so down and out and I don't blame you, but what changed? And she said, I get it. Our choice to be happy, you need to choose happiness. You need to wake up every day, no matter what your circumstances are, and say that you're going to put a little bit of work and a little bit of energy into it. And I'm a firm believer that happiness is a choice and that you do have to make it every day. But I'm also a firm believer that happiness is like a muscle. And the more you flex that muscle, the stronger it gets. And the more stronger it gets, the more capable it gets, the more muscle memory you get. And happiness begets happiness. And happiness is contagious. Then you can spread it as well, too. So it starts by making that choice.
0: Tell us about your theory of the happiness tripod.
1: Sure. I believe that there are three things central to anybody's happiness. The first one is their mindset. The second is their health and wellness. And the third is the capacity to grow or some type of professional development. So think about it this way. You've got a great new job and you're zooming along and you're working and you're a workaholic and you're trying to make a great first impression and work is going great. That's a plus on one leg of the triangle. But you're exhausted because all you're doing is working and you're also feeling negative because you've got no time for yourself. And really, if those three legs of the happiness stool aren't working together in harmony, then the whole thing just isn't working. You need to have all three triangles. I I enable it to, I've got some stools in my kitchen, three-legged stools, and one of them One of the legs is shorter and I sit on it and I just cannot get comfortable. I'm a rocking and a Mm rolling and a weaving. And that's how I think happiness is. You need to make sure that all three legs of the happiness stool are taken care of and firm.
0: Why is having good personal energy so important?
1: Your energy is everything. I believe that there are, I have a lot of Peggy-isms and one of my Peggy-isms is there are three types of people in the world. The mojo makers, and those are the high energy people. They walk into the room, they give it life. Everybody wants them on their team. Everybody wants to hire them. Those are the people you want at your parties. Those are the people that you want to go out to dinner with. And those people make and create energy. And then there's a lot of us that are just, you know, middle roaders. And, you know, we just, don't want to put the energy into happiness and then of course there are the energy zappers you know people I often think and talk about my aunt Adrian. she's 88 years old and leads a really hard life and she's a gloom and doomer and everything is all poor aunt Adrian. and she kind of brings misery on herself so I think when you've got a lot of personal energy. It's contagious and that it's like a magical quality. When you've got high personal energy, you feel like you're on top of the world and that you can perform magic and you can do anything. So having high energy is really, really important.
0: I'm speaking with Peggy Sullivan, author of Happiness is Your Responsibility.
1: Peggy, tell us, how is
0: happiness both an art as well as a science?
1: Absolutely. Let's start out with the science part. Happiness has a biological origin. It actually originates in the brain. And when we're happy, you know, you look at an MRI or look at it under any type of scientific lens. When you're happy, you shoot neurotransmitters to the body that make you feel happy. We all know those as endorphins. And that's that feeling you feel when you're exercising. And all of a sudden, you're just on top of the world and everything is great. And ironically, the brain triggers that when we do some very, very simple things, when we get enough sleep, when we eat properly. You know, for me, dark chocolate makes me really, really happy. I can (laughs) actually, or biting into a nice big piece of chocolate cake, anything chocolate, I can feel my mood surge. I mean, that's what that dark cacao does for you. So that's how happiness is a science. It's a science because it's brain-based and it's got a neurological functionality to it. But happiness is definitely an art because you need to know what makes you happy. There are so many women in particular that don't know what makes them happy. You ask a man, men always know what makes them happy. And it's always all about sports and food, right? You (laughs) ask my husband, he'll say pizza. Uh, he'll say chicken wings, he'll say a steak dinner, he'll say college football, golfing, all of those things really, really make them happy. But you ask a woman, she'll sit down with a piece of paper. She'll talk about family and loved ones. She'll have a hard time mentioning anything else. So that's why happiness is an art because you need to get artful. You need to know what makes you happy. I've got a couple of go-to things that I go to that always make me happy one of them is I have this cat who's 23 pounds his name is Oliver he's a fat Siamese cat with big blue eyes and my favorite thing is stuffing him into a carriage and taking him for a walk out in the neighborhood because people run up to me thinking that there's a beautiful baby in the carriage and then they see my cat Oliver just sitting there <laughs> staring at him so, to me, like, that's just a go-to activity that I love, love, love doing. I also found a, um, I'm a cat person, a cat lady. I also found a coloring book that's of cats behind. It's called the Cat butt Coloring Book. And I gotta tell you, every time I open that thing up and I start to color cat box, it is hysterical. It just makes me laugh. And so... Everybody needs a couple of go-to things that really, really make them happy. And that's why happiness is an art. Because you need, you need to know and you need to be good at the art. How can we make
0: happiness actionable?
1: Well, there are a lot of things that we can do to make happiness actionable. I always say it's really important to sit down and make a list of what your values are. Your values are things that really excite you and things that really energy. Like I know for me, one of the things that I really value is doing really, really hard things and that sense of accomplishment for doing really, really hard things. I ran my first marathon when I was 50 years old in the heart of a Buffalo winter, and it was really, really hard thing to train in a Buffalo winter and running a marathon when you've never ran a step in your life. That is really, really hard work. But yet my sense of accomplishment for that is something I'll remember the rest of my life. So when you know the things that you value, when you know the things that truly, truly excite you, you know, for some people, it's just spending time with family. And that's what's important to them. But you've got to know the things that excite you. and And when you do, And you can actually hard calendar those things into your schedule to make sure that you have time for them. You know, I love to exercise, and I work a lot of hours. And when I don't exercise for a couple of days in a row, it just really makes me miserable. But if I sit there and I will calendar out exercise in my schedule, just like I would a work appointment, and I get it in, then I'm happy. The things that I value are part of my life. So I think it's just really, really important to know, know what's important to you. Know what your values are, and they're usually not the obvious. And, you know, funny thing is you can Google things that I value or value and get lots of ideas, the things that make you happy, and then do them. Get out there and do them. And I think the last thing that I think is one of the most important things about making happiness actionable is living in the present. We all tend to worry about the future. We tend to worry about the what ifs, the shoulds, the things that might happen. And the reality is none of us are fortune tellers. We have no idea what's going to happen in the future, but we spend so much energy really being miserable about them or worrying about them. And I think the trick is to be in the here and now, to be in the present. I'm sitting in a parking lot. I'm looking up. I see a big, beautiful palm tree that's swaying in the wind. I mean, what a gorgeous thing it is. And I need Mm. to take a second and to take notice and to see it. And that's what we don't do in life. We don't live in the present. We're worried about that next we need to get to that instead of saying, what can I do to enjoy right here, right now, regardless if there's a baby on your head or you've got a messy house, all of that stuff there's always something to enjoy right here right now living in the present
0: i'm speaking with peggy sullivan author of happiness is your responsibility she's also ceo of the national women's nonprofit she can can you tell us about the she can community
1: oh i would love to i started she can about 4 years ago because you know i was that woman that grew up where there were no other women around me i mostly worked in male dominated industries There weren't women in the boardroom. There weren't women at the executive table. And I always wondered why. So I decided that I'd start an organization that focused on giving women the tools that they need to be successful. And I realized that that changes all the time, right? So you always need to ask women, what do you need? What type of support do you need? What do you want to learn about? What are your challenges? What interests you? And these are the things that we build events and programming and community about. She can is a national organization where we have a virtual membership. There's something to do two or three times a week. And they just pull you out of the voices inside your head. You get with like-minded people that are very positive. And they teach you a different approach or a different way of doing things. I'm actually sitting in the car with one of my SheCan originators, Mm -hmm. and I don't think there's anybody who's a member of SheCan who would stand up and say that this organization hasn't changed their life, because it's really taught them how to do the impossible, how to make your dreams come true, and, and how not to stop dreaming, but to really dream big and it's great to dream big and then to figure out, you know, what's the plan? How are you gonna make it happen? A goal without a plan is just a wish and she can is that great organization that gets behind women and say, We got your back. We're gonna help you make it happen. Tell us what you need. You know, you want a network of like minded women that are going to help support your business or to help you develop a business plan. Whatever it is you need. You know, we will roll up our sleeves and figure out how to make you successful at it.
0: How does someone connect with the SheCan community?
1: The SheCan community, you just go right online and you look up the SheCanNetwork.com and you can come to any of our events free with this little guest code that I'm just giving to you. And that guest code is a capital S, a capital C, and then the word guest. G-U-E-S-T. So they can come to any of our events free of charge. We've got 12 to 15 events every month, all times of the day, all time zones, and it's a great group of women.
0: And how would you like us to get your book, Happiness is Your Responsibility?
1: You can either go to my website, PeggySullivanSpeaker.com, or you can go to Amazon and just Google Happiness is Your Responsibility. And you can get it there as well, too.
0: I've been speaking with Peggy Sullivan, author of Happiness is Your Responsibility and CEO of the national nonprofit She Can. Is there anything else you want us to know?
1: I just think right now it's a really special time for all of us to take a moment and to stop just surviving and start thriving and doing the things that really, really energize us and make us happy. Because I got to tell you, when you focus on those things, life gets a whole bunch better
0: thank you so much for talking with us today and happy sunday
1: thank you Sit back at you talk to you soon tune in is the audio platform with
0: something for everyone news in order to secure convictions in a court of law it is essential that we conclusively sports
1: clock at four donchich the step back three you bet. music you said my world on